This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Wednesday. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Jim McCormick of agmarket.net for our opening analysis. Jim, what are we seeing taking place in the grains? Well, we had some strength to begin with in the overnight market, but here uh, late in this overnight market, we backed off just a little bit. Um, so a little bit of weakness. I, weather is the main driving force right now of what we're doing. And uh, South Korean weather is getting a little bit iffy. We're really hot and dry right now. That is the forecast, and that is what's been happening. 100-degree-plus temps in northern parts of Brazil, okay? But what's interesting, as as we get into the weekend, early part of next week, there is some rain in the forecast. And then the real question is what happens further out. A couple of the weather forecasters, though, Mark, came out this morning and said some of the longer-range models are starting to pull some rain in, and maybe you're starting to see an overall change in the monsoon. And that could start to bring some rain into the northern part of Brazil. So it's something we need to watch. If Brazil maintains this hot and dry forecast and this rain next week is really kind of a bust, I think you're going to see this market really make a move higher going into Thanksgiving. But on the other hand, if we get better than normal rains and the models continue to pull more rain in, we, you know, even though the crop's being planted late, there's plenty of time for this crop to revive itself and still have a potentially huge crop. So uh, it's going to be very volatile in this bean market as we trade from one weather model to the next. Something that we're looking at here recently, we've had some very good crush numbers recently, and it looks like we're going to have another big number here today. Is that kind of what you're hearing? That is what we're looking for right now. Yeah, I mean, if you look at what's what's really kind of interesting, the crush numbers have been near record levels. We've got the NOPA October crush that comes out this afternoon, or, the, or I guess, excuse me, late, late this morning, actually, and they're projecting at 187.237 million bushels. So that would be an all-time monthly high for October crush. Oil stocks are estimated to have been risen from the first time in six months. But, you know, very strong demand for crushing. That has to do with what's going on in that South American weather. Um, Brazil's struggling to get the crop in. By all accounts, Argentina's out of beans to crush. That's what a lot of the CEOs of some of the big ag trading companies are saying. So we are kind of the only supplier of meal in the world. That's driving demand here. That's why you're getting this great crush as our crushers are trying to respond to that meal demand. And the more panic you have that the South American crop's not there, the more that crush should stay relatively strong. And then on top of it, it's been interesting, Mark. The meal has been exploded higher. The bean oil has just gotten absolutely hammered recently because of the way people trade buying the meal, selling the oil on this meal demand. But don't forget, this bean oil should continue to find some overall good demand as we go into 2024, 2025, as we build out these renewable diesel plants and start really transitioning um, you know, to that renewable product and away from biodiesel to renewable diesel. So that should be somewhat supportive of the bean oil market eventually, I believe. Jim, let's jump over to the other side of the ag marketplace and the livestock complex. What are we seeing there? Well, we saw a little bit of a rebound yesterday in the cattle market. The hog market was kind of an inside day. Technically, hogs are having a hard time getting through the 100-day moving average on these February contracts. If we can get through them, you might be able to get a push back up to 80. In general, more of a sideways market. The cattle market, I believe, is the same situation. We saw the horrible break here the last couple of weeks, but we seem to have caught down near the 175 level, and I would expect that to happen here. We had a great reaction in the stock market on lower than in the lower than expected inflation yesterday. A lot of people are feeling better about the economy as a whole. If they feel better about the economy as a whole, we should hopefully see good 
good consumer spending at Christmas time, as well as just going out to eat, spending you know on beef for that Christmas meal. So hopefully at the low end of this cattle market and start to work its way back to the higher end of their trading range. Jim, how significant is the bump that we receive from the holiday season when it comes to the protein complex? Well, it kind of varies, but it should be good. I mean, if you look at it psychologically, this market, especially on the beef side, it really just kind of got hammered here the last couple of weeks. I mean, you look at mid-October or late September to early October, the talk was, well, how quick would it be till we hit $200 cattle? We saw this market get absolutely hit hard. A little bit of concern about too much supply on the market near term. So if the demand comes in there, that'll be very good. Something else we need to probably watch, Mark, is what's going on in San Francisco. Uh, you got President Biden meeting with the president of China. Let's face it, um, you know, politically and just we've really be, uh, been kind of ice cold to each other. If they can make some more, um, you know, warming appeals to each other, maybe that would allow some more demand for uh, China to come in and buy some of our beef as well as our pork. China did come in and buy a lot of beans, so uh, maybe that's a good sign that they'll come in and buy some more products here if this uh, meeting goes well. And that's what I was going to bring up. We recently had the meeting in Des Moines, the signing conference ceremony for those soybean purchases, and then we've seen some of those purchases since that point. And like you said, it does seem like there might be a little bit of a thaw in the relations, so hopefully they can push the ball forward there in that meeting. And it, hopefully they can. I mean, the reality is, you know, the trade imbalances, you know, the big products that China buys is the United States ag products. So anything that can kind of get encourage China to buy our products is going to be very, very good, especially for the pork and the beef end. Because the prices are a little bit depressed right now, we'd like to see that demand due to oversupply in essence. So if you could get some demand into the market from China better than what we're anticipated, that should hopefully give a positive response to the market and see the market rally back up. Like you said, they mentioned you did buy beans. We've heard them spy, you know, snooping around to buy corn. They bought a couple boatloads of wheat. If you could come in and see them come in and get aggressive and buy some corn and wheat, that would also be very good for the you know, grain market. Jim McCormick of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Jim, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461. Reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758. If you're interested in looking at our research or coming to our conference in Nashville in February, go to agmarket.net for more information. Jim McCormick, thanks so much for the time and have a great day. Thank you for having me on. That was Jim McCormick with agmarket.net. It is time now for a check of the numbers. December corn down three and a quarter at 475 even. November soybeans up three quarters of a cent at 1368 and three quarters. January soybean meal down 80 cents at 454.70. January soybean oil up 79 cents at 52.76. Chicago wheat up one and a quarter at 573 and a half. Minneapolis wheat up a quarter of a cent at 734 and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat up four even at 643 and three quarters. December oats up two even at 358 and a quarter. On the Merck, December live cattle up seven cents at 175.92. November feeder cattle down 67 cents at 229.37. December lean hogs down 15 cents at 72.15. December pork cutout down 92 cents at 82.02. And class three milk up a cent at 17.13. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>